Women as One promotes talent in medicine by bringing the unique talents of women to the forefront. We believe that, as one, women can use their collective voice to change the landscape of medicine. My name is Angie Volk, and I work for Boston Scientific. I've actually worked here for, I just celebrated my 21st anniversary. And my current role is that of an area vice president in our sales organization. I have responsibility for our interventional cardiology business and our structural business. I've done a lot of different jobs within the organization, including R&D. I'm an engineer by training. I've been in marketing. I've worked with a lot of clinicians through our medical affairs department and then in our sales organization for probably the last dozen or so years. And one thing I I thought I should add, I think about four or five years ago, we started a resource group. It started small with about maybe 10 of us and has grown to about 300. We started a group of just our females uh, within our commercial organization, and we call it BSHE. Isn't that catchy? And that's been another um, big kind of second job of mine that I, I, I really enjoy and appreciate. So... I think the question that was posed to me that I'm attempting to focus on is why and how to partner with with industry and specifically women on either side of the table, as it were. And I think it's somewhat unfortunate what I encounter in, in working for industry in a lot of different roles is that sometimes there's a perception that we're evil and we're the dark side and you should try and Um, not be influenced by us. And and that's really unfortunate because we have a lot to offer each other in terms of learnings, in terms of resources, just in terms of shared experiences. And so I really tried to think about and boil this down to kind of five reasons why female clinicians should partner with industry and whether it's women with women or whatever the case The first reason is because we, in industry, we have specific dollars and resources set aside for awareness and education and research with regards to cardiovascular disease in women. For example, at my company, Boston Scientific, we have an entire team. It's called Close the Gap, dedicated to partner with passionate clinicians to reduce or eliminate, hopefully, the disparities in healthcare in their communities. So we sponsor things like screening events, we work with local sports teams or other influential organizations to raise awareness, and we have made balancing gender representation in our clinical trials an absolute priority. So we're committed to not only increasing the representation of women investigators, but also the number of women subjects in our clinical trials. Uh, In fact, we recently began an initiative called WinHer which stands for Women Opt-In for Heart Research. Currently, women are only 42% of the enrolled subjects in specifically one of our Watchmen trials called ASAP2. So WinHer is currently being piloted in this trial in sites with the goal of understanding how to overcome female enrollment barriers, um, especially in randomized trials, by developing and testing new enrollment approaches, by conducting interviews with patients and physicians, by developing new types of patient education materials and site training materials, creating formal metricing and screening logs to track participation, and then ultimately, when all is said and done, partnering with key stakeholders, including the FDA, to influence dialogue on this topic and to publish and share key learnings from this effort. So I think the second 
way that I thought of that, that women can connect with each other across the table. One great way to elevate um, yourself as a clinician and or your practice um, is obviously by getting involved in research. An example of this was I was able to connect with a, a female electrophysiologist in a relatively non-metropolitan practice who may otherwise not have been on our clinical trials team's radar. I was able to connect her with our medical affairs team where she just did an, a fantastic job of very eloquently describing why her program would be a perfect candidate to participate in this particular study to which now they've been invited and approved to enroll. So I think that's another really important reason and way that you should and can connect with industries, obviously, to be involved, not only to elevate your your brand, but also to further the important and scientific efforts that we're both attempting, the important clinical questions that we're both attempting to answer. A third reason why I think it's important to connect with industry and with each other is that we have resources to help you develop your practice, whether that's with uh, chronic total occlusions or other complex PCI cases with developing a, a solid watchman program or structural heart program, etc. Uh, at Boston Scientific, our underlying strategy has always been to provide a very broad portfolio of products that our physicians need to treat whatever type of patient shows up uh, in the hospital. Uh, we also do more than just uh, schlep widgets, if you will, or open boxes during the procedure. Uh, we train our reps to be true consultants and we train them and fund programs to help you really make your mark by growing an entire therapy within your practice. Whether, as I mentioned, it be developing CTO practice or watchman program, both of which require convincing referring physicians that these are viable options to be considered. These efforts usually require some type of outreach activities, awareness and education at many levels across specialties like neurology or GI in the case of watchmen. And we have resources and people dedicated solely to those efforts. The fourth reason that I think it's important that we connect is that in my experience, I've found that females in industry and females in, in the clinical side face a lot of very similar challenges just as women. And together, I think it's important that we can support each other in overcoming those challenges. Uh, for instance, when I was back when I was a rep, uh, I had the good fortune to work with several very talented female interventionalists who were in the early stages of their careers and in the early stages of starting families, as was I. And our conversations about finding balance, about negotiating for more flexible working arrangements, about just being taken seriously, were, were strikingly similar. And so I just think it's important that we are honest with each other and are supportive of each other no matter what side of the table that we sit on. And the last one that I'll highlight, the last reason I think it's important that we have relationships with each other is that most of our companies are investing in diversity in our own workforces, as well as in who we partner with for speaking engagements, research projects, advisory boards, etc. We are We are very actively looking for female partners in medicine. For example, when we host a lunch or a dinner symposium at a trade show like PCT or ACC, we handpick the faculty panel according to their expertise in the given uh, topic area. Same thing with speakers bureaus or advisory boards. 
our chief medical officer, Ian Meredith, has recently made a decree that we need to make a very concerted effort to make sure there is diversity on those panels. In fact, he's given it a name and it is Vision 5050, as in 50% men, 50% women. So, and again, participating in these kinds of programs is a great way to elevate your personal and your practice brand. And we, you know, having those relationships and those connections within industry will help you to find those opportunities. So hopefully those were some fairly directive and fairly reasonable ways that highlight why it's important, why it's okay to develop relationships with industry, because I think they really can help you elevate your practice, elevate your brand, give you greater exposure to what's going on in the space outside of just your given practice. And I think it's also just fulfilling just, and I think it's always important that we as women are supporting each other. Again, no matter what side of the table that we sit on. If you might be wondering, well, how on earth do I go about developing a relationship with with industry? What if I don't know a chief medical officer or a CEO? I can assure you, you, you definitely don't need to start there. I think sometimes there's a perception that, you know, your local sales team maybe isn't that influential. They're just there to sell you products. Like I said, that that really couldn't be further from the truth. I think we're all trying to advance therapies, advance the clinical science, and that is a fantastic place to start. So all of your local reps, at least the good ones, should be tied into you know the internal organization and the functions like medical affairs, clinical research, marketing, et cetera, the people that, that really are funding and the people that are coordinating and executing all of these different endeavors, like the clinical trials, like the advisory boards, like the um, faculty panels at different trade shows. So I would absolutely start with your um, local representation. I think they're important people to have relationships with anyway, and they can elevate whatever it is that you are interested in into the appropriate channels within um, our given organization.